Hi, I'm Jim. And this is Bean. And you're listening to Jim and Bean Talks Life After 40. Things we say, do, and think as middle-aged women. You know, life after 40. Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bean. And we're back. We were on vacation for a couple weeks, so I know some people have been reaching out wondering where we are, but we are back. So today actually marks the two-year anniversary of us being in Georgia. Yay! Yay! To the actual date. Yes, the actual Mm -hmm. date. Um, Well, I can say the actual date of August 3rd, which is when we are recording this. Um, And so we wanted to kind of highlight some of our... um, adventures to Georgia. As most of you know, we drove here from Seattle to Atlanta. It took us five whole days. um, And we stopped several times and frolicked. We went to Yellowstone National Park. We went to Mount Rushmore. We stopped in Kansas for about 30 some odd hours. Um, and then we actually went to a plantation, which was very interesting in Tennessee, the Bell Mead Plantation in Tennessee. Mm. Now, if you have never gone to a plantation or visited a plantation, then I would suggest, highly suggest that you do so, um, for multiple reasons. But one is just to get a really good idea about what our, uh, ancestors, went through how they lived, the things they endured and things of that nature. It's it's quite fascinating and trying on the spirit. I will post um to the Jim and Bean uh page some video of an incident that happened um while we were at the Bellmead plantation and kind of give you a good idea about what they went through and a sense of privilege from others. <laughs> Lots of privilege there, definitely. Um, but it was interesting to see how other people reacted to it who may not have been slaves. So it was a, a very interesting experience. And although I was in my feelings, so I would highly suggest before you go, you regulate those feelings and decide um, that you might be upset when you get there and that's okay. And if you're not upset when you get there, you definitely will be upset when you leave. <laughs> Absolutely. We, we were not prepared. We just saw it on the way going somewhere. It was like, hey, let's stop there. This will be a plantation. Oh, yeah, let's see. Let's go see. I was angry when I left. I mean, real angry. Quite so. trying on the spirit. Quite trying on the spirit. Uh, but I will say that it was quite the adventure. And for some of our younger listeners, if you have not had the opportunity or um, anything to drive across the country, It is definitely something that I am glad that I did. I don't know if I will ever do it again, especially not being a driver in that uh, instance. But um, it was definitely an experience. And so we, we saw a lot of things. We experienced a lot of things. And we made sure that on our journey that we didn't just beeline straight through. We stopped and we saw and we did and we experienced. So if you have that opportunity to... Um, take a journey like that, then I definitely recommend it, you know, for for pleasure or life-altering changes such as ours. So I definitely recommend it. I do concur. Um, I will never drive across country again if I can help it, but I wouldn't take that experience back. It was definitely a, 
interesting. Fun. And we chased a tornado. Yay. Well, we ran from it. I don't know if we chased it. We went the opposite direction. It was well, coming true, towards true, us. True, and true. We, we were. I was like, get in the car. <laughs> I'm literally laying on a on a bench table at a, a rest pillow, stop, and all of a sudden she runs up. Let's go. <laughs> you can see the dark clouds and oh, the rains yeah. coming, and we literally got in the car, and she was speeding off, and you could just see it. Coming it was like a us. movie. It, it really was, was. Like the clouds, they were so dark, <laughs> and you could see it was like a movie. How you see in a movie where the clouds come rolling in, and it's hella dark, and then all of a sudden it's like this storm. And I was trying to drive and record the lightning. And she was like, "Stop it!" And I was like, "I'm trying to get that. It's pretty. <laughs> it's cool. Look at that." And I'm like, "I don't." And then we literally, you could see it like leaving us as we were going faster and faster. But yeah, yeah. it was it was like the movie. Tor- What's that movie called? Tornado I'm or Storm Chasers or Storm something? Chasers, that's that's yeah, that's yeah, that's something like that. It was something really cool though. Yeah. It was really cool. Now I don't recommend doing all of that if you can avoid <laughs> it. But it was quite the experience. It was part of the experience. So yes. if you if you can um, have the opportunity to drive across the country or at least over several states, then. Um, you get to see diff- the different way people live and um, the different environments and even speed limits from state to state. Like, say that. <laughs> I don't know, speed limits. Montana has 80. 80 <laughs> miles an hour for a speed limit in Montana. Look oh, at God. You can punch it. It's straight through. Yes, Idaho, though. Now, they 60. I, that was hard times. That was hard <laughs> times. I was like, damn it. 60 miles? Let me put this on speed control because I got a lead foot anyway. Mm. I didn't think about that. I just sped on the road. <laughs> I, I probably shouldn't have. I know it was the wrong thing to do, but I did. She did. Yeah. I, I, I I put it on speed control um, and then as we as we went through. But most states, I believe it was 70 or 75 mm-hmm. or so. Um, Montana was a notable difference where mm-hmm. I was like, okay, if it's 80. 80, I can go 100. <laughs> Although she was doing a hundred, even <laughs> even though it was only sixty, so I don't know what her gauge I was is. She was trying to get to Georgia, <laughs> so it was definitely an experience. If you can do so, do so. It was a beautiful experience. We had a lot of bonding time. I mean, most of you all know we've said before we've been friends for twenty years now. Um, we've gone through ups and downs and that's just what sisterhood is about. And so to make that journey with her for me was very rewarding and enlightful. Oh, we, we ran out of road one time. Oh, was, yeah. I was going to say that was a moment. Yeah, that, that was quite a moment. <laughs> I was driving and, and the road just like, Oh, ended. Okay. My bad. Uh, my dog screeched. I had to check it out. But anyways, so we, um, there was signage and stuff that said road construction or something. something. But who thinks of that when you're on a road trip driving hella far and then... And it's nighttime. Let me just point out that it was nighttime. Dark. Dark. Yeah, because I drove at night. So, and then there was just no more road. It it was a drop-off? A drop-off. And it said, oh, it said loose gravel. That's what it said. (laughs) But it it wasn't just loose. It was a drop. Nothing. And then we were, there was no road on either side. But there was mounds of dirt going up on either side. Yeah, yeah. And and then. It went for a couple miles. Like, and so I, now mind you, I don't really fear easy. So I'm like driving and she's, she's like, whoa, what? I'm the opposite. (laughs) I fear very quickly. If there's anything that's out of the ordinary, I might scream and or run. Not might. 
okay, I will scream and or run. Yes, yes, true story. <laughs> um, and so that was, we actually had a good bonding moment at yeah, that time. Did, I think did. it was like a come to Jesus moment. That was that was like You should have been everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> what did I do? I did that Remember <laughs> back in 1999 when... <laughs> when I said that to you, I did not, yeah, I did mean, not, it. I did not mean it. No, it was actually, it was pretty funny. So yeah. um, anyway, nonetheless, if you have the opportunity, especially with someone that you, you know, value and care about, then do so. It's a great experience. So happy anniversary, Tess. Happy anniversary. Yay. Cheers. Yay. And yes, we did just drink. Okay. Moving on. So, um, because we have been on vacation, we did miss you, um, but we did listen to your comments and concerns and, and the things that you have to say about our previous podcast. So, what we want to do today is just address a couple of those things. So, the one that we got the most comments about um, was the one on dysfunction. <laughs> we had a discussion. If you did not listen to the previous Go podcast, back and listen to that Go one. back and listen to it. I yeah. believe it was the first episode. And we had... I'm pretty sure it was the first one. And we talked specifically about um, that sometimes um, men dysfunction. And when do you know if it's a dysfunction and um, how many dysfunctions does one need to have before they go get medical attention? Well, I heard some feedback about that, um, which began with men saying to me that they felt that it was a one-sided conversation. Now, let me just stop you there. And I will say that we kind of did address women dysfunctioning just a hair. However, please understand that we're not attacking the fellas, that this is just something that we were talking about specifically from our point of view. Plus, I'm a woman. I didn't. I didn't realize. <laughs> and we. I don't dysfunction. Do she don't? Well, I. I specifically <laughs> asked the man. I said, "Well, I. I don't know about the dysfunction. So, can you enlighten me on some on dysfunction? How a woman dysfunctions, right? Because maybe it's just something that I'm not aware of. Mm-hmm. So, they did. So, we're gonna read and talk about a couple of the comments that we received. Quote unquote comments. Quote unquote. So. Uh, one comment was that men are blamed for everything. Whenever there is a dysfunction of any kind, it has to be all the man's fault. I I, I disagree. <laughs> I have to I have to address that I disagree. <laughs> I disagree because you know not that not not specifically personal to my own personal self. However, I am a human. I am um, you know I've studied human behavior. I understand sexual behavior and I will say that I do understand that sometimes it's not always the man's fault right so this is our our um, dysfunction talk dysfunction talk Mm -hmm. was not about blaming blaming the man so I disagree with that if and you are a man and you dysfunction (laughs) You might have felt some kind of way and about you that. and you and you felt like it wasn't your fault that you dysfunctioned. Then I wasn't talking about you. <laughs> well, I would say that some of the other comments can and actually do lead to that because some of the men said the reason they did dysfunction was because of some of the women. Yes. So yes. one of those being that 
they dysfunction because the woman did not smell good. That's a dysfunctional reason. That could be a dysfunction. That is definitely a dysfunctional <laughs> so, reason. So, there are some, some situations that can cause a woman to smell a certain way or be a certain way. And perhaps she has one of those issues. And, and, and I would say, because now we have had a situation with... Um, individuals who staff in our our presence that had a particular stench about them (laughs) and I'm not one I don't I'm not good with um being nice about how to say things I feel like you just say it how it is so I'm not I'm not good at you know not saying it how it is Bean is, so I put this ball in her court. This is your ministry, not my ministry. It's not my ministry to sugarcoat shit. So that is a difficult place to be. I don't, I don't. It's a difficult place, not because, it's because you never know what the person is experiencing. And that's and such, you don't want to necessarily say something that's going to really hurt somebody's feelings but you can but sometimes the fact that anybody smells you and is talking about you behind your back that's that's hurtful too and if it's the truth i feel like if it's the truth you should be able to tell the truth and shame the devil it is something about how you tell the truth i tell my friend all the time (laughs) it is not always what you say it is how How you you say say it. it and so if you have somebody that might be having that kind of dysfunction there is a way to tell them but um so I yeah. guess a good question to pose to the men folk, which feedback, because we like good feedback, is as a man, how would you tell your woman, friend, a companion that it's not right? That you stink. <laughs> it's don't it's not right. You you're not you're not okay. Or in do that you area. tell them at all? Are you just, are you just like Or you I'm just cool. bail out. Be like, like you know I'm what? Done. I forgot my my my, my <laughs> I got a I got an appointment. I gotta pick up my son tomorrow. And it's and it's like <laughs> one in the morning and like I got an appointment, I gotta go. And like, you know what? Like my, how do you my stomach <laughs> my hurts? Stomach hurts. <laughs> like what, what do you say to a woman who stinks? And you, you like in the midst of your moment and shit's happening and then you smell like she she removes a garment and then like, she and it's a wolf. Like what do you say? How do you deal with that? Do you just be like, I'm gonna go ahead and just and bend her over and get it? <laughs> or do you bail out somehow? What what that's a good question. Does this situation does, matter? You've been out all night, you've been dancing, did she yeah. just come from the gym? I mean, you know But see, stink uh, is different from yeah, dance sm- sweat smell. That's true. Like if you bathe before you went out and then you go out, you're dancing all night right. and then you come back in and there's a, a fishy a, smell. Like a stench. Right. Like stink. Yeah. Like not okay behavior. That's different from Then you just been dancing on right. sweaty. Cause see, as if I, I think I was if I was a man and I, I, I went down there and I smelled something that was not okay, I'll put like I would rub it all in her face. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> and <Jesus>. be like <laughs> Cause you this, smell you you would you want to eat this shit? <laughs> <laughs> now let's. Just, but I'm different. Let's so. just also be clear that there also are medical reasons why women may not smell. Yeah, but you fresh. please consult your physician. Right, <laughs> right. And please. you should be honest with the man if you know that you have this condition, or with your own personal or, self. Right. Like, don't put yourself in a position you if you know you got the body odor issues. You should be and clear about then that. You should be very. Just the way a man should go and get his dysfunction 
fixed, like we talked about. Si, senorita. This is how the women should do it all, Absolutely. all as well. You need Absolutely. to go and get that checked off. Okay, so that's one thing. So that's one thing. Um, the other thing they said that a woman can do to make a man dysfunction is that she is too loose. Mm. Um, can't fill the walls. Mm. Now, we don't know if this is a matter of um, <laughs> maybe you're small in person before you was big. Um, maybe she does it a lot. Maybe she's just loosey goosey. I don't so, know. Y'all can't see me, but I got my hand up. I'll pick her. She okay. picks me. My I'll hand was her. up. I raised my hand. She picked me. So, just so we're very clear, um, a woman's looseness, quote unquote, is not is not because or due to sexual partners. The, the female dynamic and structure does not change based upon how many guys she has had sex with. Snapback is a real thing, <laughs> just so we're clear. Snapback is a real thing. And this is the medical side of me coming out. Snapback is a real thing. So if in, you encounter a woman and you you can't hit a wall or the other wall or two. You can't get that back door. You can't enter the front door and go through the back door. Like you can't. There's no no wallage happening in your life. Like you feel like you just floating it's around in there. <laughs> you just taking a swim in the open then, sea. That, you're just not compatible. It's there's the that's what we call lack of compatibility. <laughs> that means that her body structure does not fit your does not fit your. Penis. Penis. <laughs> you you were not endowed enough <laughs> for that particular to, woman. For that particular woman. <laughs> That's what that means. That's not that a woman has been like fucking so many, excuse my language, but so many men that she now is stretched out. I know a woman that has had like 10 kids and her snapback is real. Like she's still like it goes back to the tightness and the the squeeze squeezage is real like that's a real thing so it's not you know i would venture to say that a lot of men don't realize that or don't know that and they yeah. assume that google it's big google is your friend it's, it's because of what she's doing but we know we we tend to do that with the women we tend well to yeah it always has to be like that man that said dysfunction is always blamed on a man well hell little dicks is always blamed on a woman <laughs> <laughs> A lot of times they are. Some it's people not, know they can't blame it. You know if your stuff is a You pencil, know if you was in a locker you know room small. and everybody else's thing hit their thigh and yours did <laughs> not. You know you got a little penis. You know. I think that most men know. I think. If you have a little one, do you know? Raise your hand. Raise That's your a hand. question. You don't have to raise it up so we can see it. Obviously we can't. Right. But um, <laughs> That's but a question. If you That's know you have a little one. Do you do other things to compensate that? Okay, that's I digress. That's, you digress. I digress. Yes. She okay, digressed. moving on. Moving on. What was another reason? So I'm gonna kind of lump these together because I feel like they're all together. Um, but men say that a lot of the times it's a woman's attitude, their relationship, um, and how they're doing so to speak in a relationship. So if she has a funky attitude, and then like maybe you come in, you're ready. 
to give it up, do some things, and her attitude stinks. Or maybe you've been together for a while and you got the stress of bills and the stress of this and stress of that, and then it just doesn't work because you're just not happy together. So that was another attitude. But I don't I think that's a dysfunction. I think that's just something that can be changed. I think it's well, just based on I think the situation. that it it's could be. I think that it could be um, misconstrued as a dysfunction by the woman because she in you her can't get it up. Her selfish mind, correct. She like, well, I don't care how I act, so he you better be come in here and do it up. anyway. Right? No, bitch. If you got a stinky attitude, mm-hmm. and okay, hold on. Let me just say this because <laughs> see, you guys got me. See, the idea is that most men. Can do it no matter what. That's not the true. Circumstance. That's not true. And I think that's, that's yeah. because m- most women can't do it no matter what. Right. So if you are a woman and you have a man in your life who you are not paying attention to, you are not um, catering to, and when I say a man, I mean a good man, a man that's taking care of the home, that's doing all he could do to make sure you provide for, to make sure the home is okay, the kids is okay, you happy, everything is good. He's he a hard working nigga, and you 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 know he are you? Nigga, he could be something else too. Well, when okay, I say ahead. when I say nigga, I mean man, like not specific to. I just had to put that out there. Move forward. A man, if he's a hardworking man, gentleman, yeah, and he's doing his thug fizzle, then there's no reason why you should have he should have to come home and listen to your barking about why you five minutes late or I didn't feel like cooking so or you know you don't whatever like why are you barking like I think that women we as women and I say we because I'm a woman but not because I'm specific to this part of the situation but we as women tend to take advantage of men and situations that are good so if a man can't get it up because you got a stinky ass attitude he'd have been at work all day and he come home the house is dirty he ain't got nothing to eat the kids is nasty and you you still got a funky ass attitude because he didn't bring you flowers and it blunt then like (laughs) (laughs) my dog wouldn't get hard either shit and you're not giving no head okay come on this is just too much it's too much i don't i don't understand now I'm not saying I disagree with that. I'm not saying that in any way. I I do believe that the woman should not be a barker and that's not going to be good. However, just because he's good, man, in general, doesn't mean he's good to you. And so that could cause a problem. I'm not saying you should have a funky attitude, but you should at least address it with the person and not just let it go and have a nasty attitude and then y'all can't have good sex. Well, I agree with that. If you don't have communication is key. Get communication and good sex in your relationship, it's going to be problematic. Right. But in in reference to the feedback that we received addressing that, but it's, maybe her bad attitude is a reflection of your bad attitude. It, it can go both This ways. is true. This is true. That's this all is I'm true. saying. I just, so I guess sure the moral of that is to check yourself before you check in your woman. Right. And then y'all can make sure that you, your old stuff is on point before you come to her and be like, bitch, you got a nasty attitude. <laughs> true story. <laughs> okay. True story. Okay. Yes. And so here is another one is, which I thought was pretty funny, is that. She is too lazy or 
She's overly aggressive and wants it too much all the time, and you can never satisfy her. Okay, so. <laughs> now, I knew you would appreciate yes, that one. Yes, 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 yes. You didn't ring my bell. Yes. So now you're too lazy, you're right. If you're too lazy, you don't move, you don't do nothing, you just want to lay there in a the missionary position and doing nothing, that's just a turn off. So, Nobody wants that. Let me address that. Too lazy. Laying there, not participating in such said activities. Right, just, it's a chore here, my lazy's open, go for it. That is some bullshit. Right. Here's the thing. If you don't, I don't care what you're doing in your life. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. I don't care if it's your job. No, 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 no. Here's the thing, and and I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to wait for it to bring it back. If you don't want to do it, you're not going to be good at it. You're not going to do a good job. If you don't like what you're doing, you're not going to en- you're not going to enjoy it. You're not going to appreciate it. You're not going to give it back the way you receive it if you don't want to. So, if you don't want to, then don't do it. But don't do it, it comes with a consequence. Correct. So, okay. this is the brain if back. you this is the brain back. Okay. So, if you understand that not wanting to do it is there's a consequence, then you have to suffer the consequence of not wanting to do it. And I would venture to say it would be safe for one to identify and really self-reflect on why it is that you don't want to do it. See, okay, let me tell you why I think this is unfair. I have my hand up. <laughs> she, she picked up. Pick um, here's the thing. Sometimes you just tired. I mean, maybe you've been at work all day. Maybe you didn't did this all day. I, I, maybe you had to wash your car. Maybe you had to fight wash people. Wash your car. I don't know. But fight maybe people. you were just tired that day. <laughs> Bitch, i never been in a fight in your life. I have never been in a fight my entire life. <laughs> tender age of 42. But um, yeah, I'm special. Anyway. If you, sometimes people just don't want to do it. And that's just the reality of it. However, you do realize that this is your man. And you don't want to tell him no all the time. So you may say, okay, I'm going to do it. Now, the way I look at it, and this is going to sound bad to some people, and I apologize in advance for it. But it's like sometimes when you go to work, you don't necessarily want to go to work. But you're still going to go there and do a good job and get your work done. Sometimes it's like that. I'm going to go there, do a good job, get my work done. So... True enough, if you don't want to do it, doesn't mean you shouldn't do it, but it also doesn't mean that you make it miserable. You're still supposed to make it good and enjoyable, even if it's not your flavor at that particular moment. So I don't believe that you, if you don't want to, you should not do it. I just don't think that's true. Okay, so addressing that, having sex with your husband or life partner, spouse, Booty call, well, not booty thing. No, it booty, can't be a booty, booty call. Boo, boo yeah. thing. Boo thing. It should not be a job. It should not be a chore. It should not be. Oh my God! Here I go again. No. So I will say this: we, she and I, <laughs> this being, I tell you, we, <laughs> we have had conversations about I, what is, and this is a question. Here's a question: How many times? Per week. Per week. Week. That's a seven-day period. Seven days in a week. How many times per week in your perfect, and there's no perfect relationship, but in your mind, in your perfect relationship, how many times per week 
minimum would you think should you should you have sex in your relationship i specifically say i was married for 10 years i'm not married anymore but i was married for 10 years and so i talk about marriage and structure but if you're in a committed relationship a monogamous relationship if you are you got a boo that you you know only have sex with monogamous whatever so if how many times per week in your mind in your world would you have sex per week question that's the question so i say hi my name is jim and i say at least 12 times <laughs> she says i'm unreasonable i think 12 is reasonable i mean it's seven days in a week why uh, fuck how many times so that means multiple times in a day no you could that 12 times means that you could go two days without having sex and still get your 12 in <laughs> that's Maybe that's i'm just saying i mean if you did a couple times every day yeah right and three times on saturday right I just know a lot of, I've never been married, but I just know a lot of married women who do not succumb to that kind of That's thinking. because their That's asses what I'm saying. I'm, is, I'm just saying. You know, it's a, it becomes it's a chore, I, but. I can't speak on it because I've never been married, but I can say this is what I've heard. Let me that tell that, you something. That that's unreasonable. It's that not, every day is unreasonable. I would not say heard. unreasonable. That's what I've heard. And I would heard. venture to say that morning sex is the best way to start the day. So even if we don't have sex at night, in the morning, I roll over or pull you on me and we just do a little right. little five-minute quickie before I get out the bed and in the shower, I, that puts a little pep in my step. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what you... I agree. I, so I, good, that's five, morning, that's, that's, that's 14, I mean, that's seven times right there by itself. All by itself in the morning. Every morning, that's seven times. Now, if... After. So now, are we considering when you have little bit babies and children and all that stuff too? Are you considering that? Yes. Okay. Them niggas should be asleep. <laughs> Do you know they get up way before most parents? No. Oh, well, wow. then get up earlier. Mm-hmm. Shit, roll mm-hmm. over. Let me tell you, you don't always have to open your eyes to have sex. You, you just, don't. It's that one eye throw your leg and I'm behind mean, you sometimes. You know, roll over, prop it up a little yeah, bit. You There's know, not, open it up a little that bit. I mean, I'm not saying I disagree with it. I'm just saying that sometimes. Okay, so I ten times. You, ten times, not twelve, but ten. She's pondering. I don't know. She's pondering. <laughs> <laughs> she was pondering. I was pondering. I was pondering just because. I'm not saying this. I'm an older single woman. It's different for me. I'm the older than her. But I remember remember the time when I was living with my son's father and he was a young baby. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm tired. He gets up in the middle of the night. I'm tired. I've been been up trying to put him back to bed. And now I want to go to sleep and I got to be work at 7. And I want to sleep until (laughs) 6.15. But here's the thing. If in... And I guess priorities and and mental capacity and sanity are different from everybody. They are. So I would say this. And I'll admit that I, it wasn't a good relationship. Obviously, we're not together. So right. that probably has something to do with it. I would say this. People do what they want to do, no matter what's happening in their life. I have worked, I'm, I've been a medical professional for 23 years. I have worked 12-hour shifts, 14-hour shifts, 16-hour shifts. I have been where, and she can tell you, because we, we like to camp. 
So I would have been done work three straight days of 12 or 15 hours. And on that last day, we're get, we, everybody else worked and slept all night. And I'm just getting off work at 7 in the morning and decide, okay, we got to pack we up the car. We heading out. We driving two hours to a campsite where now it, where it would be literally 24, 26 hours before I would go to bed again. I want to do that. I enjoy the camping. I like being outside. So I make a pimp decision for my life to make that happen. People do what they want to do. If you want to enjoy your partner and enjoy intimacy and find time to express yourself and release that pressure, let me tell you something. It ain't nothing like having an orgasm and releasing that pressure. <laughs> Honey, you could have had a stressful day and the kids been yelling in this practice and, and Marshawn Lynch been yelling in your face. <laughs> Real <laughs> and, talk. <laughs> and you done had a rough day right. and then and then you just be like, baby, I need five good minutes. And he bends you over the bathroom sink because the kids is running around the house <laughs> and grab you and just that good five minutes. Let, you walk up out of there feeling like a whole new woman. But people don't appreciate it. It's like you take advantage of and you be like, oh, that's all he wants. No, it's not. Bitch, you pimped up too. Well, I think that this topic is going to deserve a little bit more. So I'm sure we're going to get some comments about this. So we're going to revisit yes. this one. Because yes. um, I think people will definitely have something to say about whether or not you should, shouldn't, how often, and when. So the last one I'm going to do, and then we, we're going to wrap this on up, is women fake it. They fake it a lot. And then I, I, I furthered disappointing. that. I furthered that by saying, "Do you can men tell when a woman's faking or not?" There's a question. And for what I got, overwhelmingly, men said absolutely they can tell. They can tell. And <laughs> well, well, what? Oh, okay, let me let oh, me say this. Oh, they said oh. <laughs> exactly. You know what? Oh yeah, right there, right there. So. <laughs> One, it depends on the relationship. If you've been with the person, because you know yes. what it's like when yeah. they have when yeah. they orgasm, so you know what that feeling is like. Right. And the other was um, that if you don't know them, it's the first time you, you have no idea. Right. But let, let's for argument purposes, let's talk about the ones who you've been when you could tell. Can you tell if they are faking? And most of them said absolutely. They can tell by the woman's body language. They can tell by how wet she gets. They can tell by her reaction. They can tell by her tone and her sound. Mm -hmm. I agree. So, and they said that was definitely a major turn off. I agree. And it, it should be. It should be. Because here's the thing. Bitch, what you faking for? <laughs> if it, if he, she wants you to hurry up. No, then say hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> say hey, hurry up. Here's, here's the thing. Let, let me just put but this But maybe. Him want to hurry up, it makes him less likely to hurry up because now you didn't ruin his special. This is a conversation that you should have with your spouse before you even start having sex, especially if you're in a relationship. You you're, you should tell your spouse, baby, look, after about 12, 15, <laughs> that's 20 what I did. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. So if we can come up with a signal, like I give you that tap tap on the left shoulder. And then slap you on the right cheek. Go ahead. That means I'm, I need you to finish. Go ahead. Like and you wrap it have up. to wrap it up. <laughs> I need you to communicate and have a good conversation with your partner. There, if you're with somebody for the first time and you've never been with this person before, 
And you may, and you you having sex, and then like he he's he's a a, a long haulsman. Like he like the long road. He like to go forever, and maybe he don't even come like twice a month. Okay, <laughs> cool. You then I still don't fake it. Still let him know. Listen, baby, this is good, but I'm tired. Because <laughs> you got to hold. Whoa, Nelly. Like hold him up and tell him I, this is I'm done. I, you got about five good but seven minutes. But is that minutes. not a turn off if you're like, oh, I'm done? Not like, if he not understands a woman. Okay, if we're not 12. Okay, excuse me, 12 is hella young. We're not 17, <laughs> 23. Rabbits. We're not rabbits. So at this age of the game, 40 plus, I don't need a marathon. I ain't never ran a marathon in my life. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't need you pounding on me. Now, when I say pounding, I don't mean like bang, bang, bang. I mean just like, I'm done. I'm done. Man, especially if we done foreplayed, if we done foreplayed and and, and, and kissed and, and rolled around a while and then finally we get to it, like, I need you to get to it. Like you should be ready to blow like me. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna say that I think that sure, ideally you should not. Ideally you should let things happen. But unfortunately, I don't think men's egos can deal with it. And so sometimes if the woman wants a man to just push it along a little bit, she give him a little something to get him excited and to get him to say, Okay, well, you know Oh, absolutely. But I mean or, I agree with that now, too. Ideally you should just say, Okay, go ahead, you can come now. You know, yes, please and, and thank you. Well, yeah. well, with that said, back to kind of being lazy, you address being lazy, is sometimes women are not um, willing to participate fully in right. activity. Yeah, if you're just laying there, that's going to take them longer. Then, of course. So I mean, who up. wants that shit? Yeah. But if you are, you know, participating and your grind is on point and, you know, you biting and nibbling <laughs> a little bit and you got your little extra going on, then, and, and, if, and if he, you know, you, he, he should tell you ahead of time. I feel like men, disclaimer, if you, if it takes a lot for you to come, Achieve your goal. Let somebody know. I mean, you should say that ahead of time. Right. You should be say like what you know. it is that helps you out. Right. <laughs> because I yeah. need and women too. Women too. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't have a problem achieving my goal. About it, yeah. I know a lot of women, and that's a whole nother right. discussion. If you don't have a problem achieving your goal, and then that person you're with has to then take you a while. should say something. Like yeah. I feel like if you're the one with the problem. Whether it's achieving your goal, dysfunctioning, or whatever, then I think you should be the one to address the situation before it comes to pass. Don't wait until we're there in the midst of a process and and trying to do it. I mean, if I'm turned on, I want to get to it. I want it to happen. (laughs) I want it to be done. So I believe the moral of this story is communication. See, communicate with your partner. Let them know how you're feeling, what you're feeling, what you are feeling, what you're not feeling, and I think how that you like helps it. You what to have, have a better relationship? Absolutely. So Absolutely. sexually, physically, spiritually, all those things. And so. I will say, please and thank you to addressing the men. How do you tell a woman that she stinks? 
Because there's a question. We want to know that. There's a lot of women in the world that need to know that. Um, And so we want to address that. And definitely communication, like being said, to be able to say, you know what? My nature is it takes me a long time unless you do this. Like if you if you bend over and put your <laughs> left leg over your head and and squeeze my right nipple at the same time, it's gonna come like that. Listen, <laughs> that's all you had to say. Are you ready? Because I got my left leg and your nipple in my hand. Are you ready? <laughs> Let's make this happen, Captain. Then we this communication. So we appreciate your feedback. We appreciate all the comments that we got. We appreciate the acknowledgments, and we want to hear more, definitely. Please acknowledge, um, answer our questions. We're going to put the questions on the um, website and make sure that you all have those questions and can answer those. But um, we want to definitely hear your feedback. So thank you. We appreciate you. Please share, share, share. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. And we are out. Have a good one.